Yeah, yeah. Back at it. Made a podcast yesterday breaking down UFC Fight Night 143 on ESPN Plus. And I'm making one today on the 20th of January. Recapping that bitch. Thank you for tuning in to Consistently Inconsistent with your host, me, Andre Serrato. Hopefully you caught the breakdown um, for the last night's card. If you didn't, now you're catching the recap. It was oh, it was an amazing night of fights, man. It was history last night. First time the UFC is on ESPN. That shit's crazy. People, all those old heads out there that don't know shit about the UFC or clicking through channels. They probably watched Donald Cerrone fight, which is crazy. And god damn, Donald did his fucking thing. But before I get to that, let me break down. There was only one other fight before Donald's that I was kind of keeping an eye for, and that was Dennis Bermudez. He got a decision win. But uh, it seemed like a boring fight. So I'm not going to really go much on that. But yeah, Donald Cerrone headlined the ESPN uh, portion of the card. That was actually on ESPN and not on ESPN Plus. And man, he put on a fucking show against Alexander Hernandez. Oh man. He uh right at the beginning of the first round, Alexander called Donald with a good shot and he just kinda walked through it. And little by little you started seeing that veteran experience shine and he was just teeing off on Hernandez. I mean, just tagging his ass with Chris combos. He has that, like, lean back knee as people are, are coming in forward that he just, oh, he just times it so good. He looked sharp, man. He looked super sharp. And um, in the second round, he ended up head kicking Alex, dropped him, and finished him. And it was just a really impressive performance because the Alexander Hernandez was no fucking joke. That kid is an up-and-comer for sure and is definitely going to be dangerous, um, you know, in the future for for anybody who's going to fight him. And Donald, Donald shut that shit down. So much so that uh, Connor actually came out and tweeted something. And he, I think he tweeted something to the effect of, if it's going to be a fight like that, I'd like to fight you, Donald. So Donald Cerrone, Donald Cowboy Cerrone versus Conor McGregor. Oh, that would be fucking amazing, man. That would be so dope to watch. So who fucking knows? Who knows, man? Um, but yeah, I was, I was kind of happy about that. Kind of called that one, too. I believe I called that one. I don't think I called the finish. I think I said it might have been a decision, but I, I, I felt like like Donald was gonna pull off the win. Then we got Glover Teixeira. Man, he was getting he was kind of getting his ass beat uh, at the beginning of the fight, and he ended up getting a submission. Like I said, I would. Damn, bro, shit. Can I fucking tell the future? No, I'm just kidding. I just figured, man. I figured, like, because he's really... People sleep on his jiu-jitsu, and he has very legit jiu-jitsu. I think he ended up arm-triangling the dude. But it was a good win for, for Glover, man. But 
I just feel like his his best days are long gone. So I just kind of see him as a journeyman, light heavyweight. You know what I'm saying? He's a he's he's gonna end up being a dude that is gonna be a test for those up and comers to get past. Yeah, what can you do? Um, but good for 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 Glover. He got the submission. Then we had uh ooh, Paige Van Zandt versus Rachel Ostovich. Like I said before in the last podcast, these women are gorgeous, man. And then not only that, but legit martial artists. It's like you had Chung Lee versus fucking who's another badass chick. It's like you had Chung Lee versus Android. What, 17 is it? Is that the chick? <laughs> In Dragon Ball Z? It's so cool, man. Like, And watching them fight, there was so much going on. And Rachel was actually putting the stress on Paige for a little bit. And um, she ended up trying to take Paige's back in the second round without the hooks in and fell off the, off the top. And Paige capitalized, controlled it from there, and then ended up getting an arm bar. From the back, I believe. And uh, she, I think she might have fucked up Rachel's arm. But Rachel, she, you know, she, she was she was looking great, man. She was looking really good before she fucked up trying to take the back without the hooks. Listen, if you try to jump and take somebody's back, you got to have both hooks in. You have to. Both hooks and uh, the seatbelt grip, you should, be, you should be straight. If you don't have... If you have the seatbelt grip and you don't have even I think I've I've gone where I've only had one hook and you kind of always fall off the top. So you have to have both hooks in. and she fucked up. She fucked up and she let Paige get on top of her. And from there, Paige out grappled her. But uh, man, it was good. It was a really, really fun fight to watch. Hot chicks beating the shit out of each other. I don't care who you are. You think that's whack? Then... You're just fucking close-minded. <laughs> Hot chicks can fight, bro. Hot chicks can learn how to learn technique, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't have to be, you know, some some gremlin-looking bitch. Like, they off, all, like, chick, there's hot chick fighters now. You know what I'm saying? So, because a lot of dudes don't like watching chicks fight. <clears throat> and I kind of was like that, too. Like I just, you know, you don't want to see a girl get beat up, but, you know, Rhonda and Holly Holm and Nisha Tate and Cyborg and Amanda Nunes and Paige and like, you got all these chicks that are, you know, that can fucking fight, man. And it's, it's exciting. It's really exciting. So if you're sleeping on the women's division, man, it's, it's. The talent level has finally caught up. You know what I'm saying? These girls know what the fuck they're doing. So that's always awesome. Um, then we have Joseph, Joseph Benavidez versus Dustin Ortiz. I kind of really didn't even watch this fight. I know it went all three rounds. Remember Pacquiao and, and Broner, their card was going on. So we were kind of jumping back and forth at my buddy's house as we were watching the fights. And I kind of really didn't watch this fight, but I saw that Joseph won by decision. So this is his second time beating Dustin. Um, 
And then we had I was I watched I ended up watching this fight, uh, Yancy Maneros versus Gregor Jalipsy. And God, man, I thought I really thought Yancey would pull would pull through, but I knew that this Gregor dude was no fucking joke. He's coming into this fight undefeated, and he put an ass whooping on Yancey. Bad. He whooped Yancey's ass pretty bad. Handily throughout the whole fight, like Yancey didn't even have a chance, man. He stopped him by TKO, like just ground and pound in the second what second round I think it was. So that dude. Gregor Delipsy is this a dude to watch out for, man. He looked fucking like a beast. He looked no joke, man. So for sure, watch out for that dude in the uh, what is that Walter Walterweight division, or is it lightweight? I won't say Yancey's a Walterweight. Um, and then okay, we're going to the co-main and the main event uh, with Gre- Greg Hardy. Versus Alan Crowder. And, you know, all the drama going into this with shit that's attached with Greg Hardy. In the last podcast, I said that he was actually convicted, you know, through of the violent, the domestic violence stuff. And actually, all that stuff was dropped. So I was talking a bunch of shit. <laughs> uh, he was accused of it. But um, those charges ended up eventually being dropped. He got dropped by the Cowboys for cocaine, I think. So, he never really got convicted or anything for that domestic violence stuff. So, I was talking a lot of shit there. Sorry, guys. But, um, yeah, man. He came. He didn't look bad. He did not look bad, bro. He, what, uh, Alan Crowder goddamn had 13 fights. He was, no, what, 9 and 3. This was his 13th fight. This was Greg Hardy's fourth fight. And... He was looking good, man. He was looking really good. He was like, he looked so dangerous. His punches looked so dangerous. Like, man, you just, it was, it looked crazy through the TV. Like, the power and speed his punches were coming, he was throwing at Alan Crowder. So I couldn't even imagine being cage side and seeing his fucking athleticism and power remember he was he was a fucking an nfl d lineman an all-star all pro like he was that dude so to see it in the in in the octagon last night was kind of trippy man like i don't think people realize how elite nfl athletes are there's no other athletes like that, and 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 every single position, you can put the prop the pro, the lamest, most unathletic dude on a, on an NFL football team is probably the kicker and the punter, and those dudes lift weights all day, so they're pretty fucking jacked. But just an NFL D lineman or an NFL linebacker or a cornerback, think think if a fucking cornerback or safety from the NFL decided to go into the UFC. As like a middleweight or welterweight, how fucking athletic and explosive those dudes would be. It's crazy, bro. So seeing that in Greg Hardy yesterday was kind of crazy, but he he made a rookie mistake. I don't think a lot of people are saying, you know, it's just the type of person that he is, that he would do some dirty shit. 
And if you don't watch the fight, he threw an illegal knee while while Allen was was on his knees. You cannot throw a knee to the head while you're on your knees. And um, it just looked in the chaos of the fight. Greg saw an opportunity to just demolish Allen, and he threw that knee. I don't think he knew what the fuck was going on. I don't like if you've never been in the cage before and like have fought which i have amateur not pro but amateur shit is just moving so fast and it's so hectic in there that you don't know you're you're just fucking going your body's your body's reacting quicker than your mind can think it you know what i'm saying so i didn't see him really try to do something malicious he threw a, a an illegal knee but I just think it was it's a rookie mistake, you know? He's, he's his third third professional fight. So he got disqualified cuz Allen couldn't continue. And good on him. I wouldn't have either. <laughs> Man, he was Allen was in there, bro. Like he was he was taking that fury. He took him down. He was trying to control him. He controlled him for a little bit, but uh Greg was able to pop up, pop back up. Um Greg came out like firing in the first round and I think I think he blew his wad a little bit going into uh going into the second round. Like even Dean Thomas in the corner told him like slow down, you know. Let's 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 find our punches and um he looked a little bit slower going into the second. They got into a scramble. Um Allen ended up on his knees and he threw he threw an illegal knee to his head and got disqualified. So that's that. Dana said he's still going to be in the UFC. So I'm excited to see his next fight, to be honest. So, hey, what can you do? He got DQ'd. His first loss. That's his first L. So whatever. And then let's go to uh, the super fight, the main event. Henry Cejudo versus TJ Dillashaw. I did not see this happen the way it did. I really saw... I saw what ha- what happened, but vice versa. I saw TJ doing that to Henry. It was fast, guys. It was like thirty something seconds. <laughs> it wasn't much. To, there's not much to talk about. Henry came out. Um, TJ threw a couple couple leg kicks. They like clinched for a second. Henry like shoved him, shoved TJ pretty fucking hard and put him on his ass. For a second, it looked like he might have punched him and TJ, you know, got knocked down. But it was actually a shove off the clinch. And TJ pops up. And then as he pops up, man, Henry just had some had some knuckle sandwiches ready for his ass. <laughs> and started tagging his ass, kind of wobbled him. He dropped down, popped back up again. And Henry was just on him. People would... S- People were saying that it was a quick stoppage. The ref hopped in and, and stopped it because TJ fell what like three times in the exchange. He 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 got he was on the ground like three times and popped back up. But that last time before he hit the ground, he was already out. Stand, like if you watch, there's like a slow motion video out there. He was out kind of going down and got hit with three like three solid punches going down like looking out so i can see why the ref hopped in so suddenly 
Go back, go back and watch it. But yeah, man, Henry, Henry, <laughs> Henry fucked up TJ, man. They're like TJ was not gonna recover. There was no way TJ was gonna recover from that. Like Henry was a hundred percent on him and swarmed him. I did not see TJ recovering. At it. He was out. He was out first. His body turned off for a second. And boom. Henry retains his 125 Tuttle. And he called out TJ for a rematch for TJ's pelt at 135. And TJ was not happy, man. TJ was not happy with the with the ref stoppage. But what are you going to do? The dude's in there to protect you, man. And if you look like you're getting your ass murked, he's got to he's got to he's got to step in. I think even Dana said it was a premature stoppage. But I don't know, man. It, go look go look back at it. There's a video out there you can see where you can see why the ref stopped it. Um I would like to see that, man. I would like to see the rematch at 135. You got, you know, you'll have a a a, a fully hydrated TJ and, you know, Henry's a he's a he's a big small dude. He's so fucking little. He's his head. It just doesn't just the proportion doesn't make sense. His head compared to his body just don't make sense, bro. <laughs> but um Yeah, it was a good night of fights, man. It was it was a great card for the first time being on ESPN. It was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Oh, and then uh, we had we also had Manny Pacquiao and Broner. Um, the fight before Pacquiao and Broner, the dude's name was Badu Jack. He was fighting Marcus Brown. Mar- is it Badu or ba- Badu Jack? The cut that he had on his forehead, bro. It was like a vagina. It was like he had a vagina in the in between his eyebrows. <laughs> his shit was busted wide open like it was bad and he fought like it i think they ended up stopping the fight but he fought most of the fight with that cut it was off of a headbutt they both they both put their heads down as they were swinging and and um clashed heads and he got this gash in the middle of his forehead and i guess it wasn't the blood wasn't going into his eyes but it was dripping out like a like a shower head it was crazy the referee at the end of the fight looked like a butcher like his sleeves were all blood it was crazy it was the cut on that dude's forehead was so ridiculous like he's not gonna look the same ever again and i'm that might affect his boxing career to be honest look that shit up look up that cut badu jack badu jack against marcus brown man Hats off to that guy for fighting through that shit Cause That shit was gnarly bro That shit was gnarly <laughs> Fuck Oh man He legit had A puss on his forehead bro <laughs> Um. Yeah so uh, After after the TJ Henry fight Thank god that ended so quick We, we flipped and uh, started watching the uh, the pay per view on Showtime, Pacquiao versus Broner, and it pretty much went how I said it was gonna go. I, I broke down that fight a little bit, 
in the last podcast and pretty much went how exactly how how I thought it would go. Um Broner was sticking with his, you know, counter punching and it's kind of hard to do that when you have Manny Pacquiao. He's a living legend. Yeah, he's 40 years old, but it's still fucking Manny Pacquiao. Um Broner came out, you know, his his walkout was ridiculous. It was a performance. It was like a it was like a Travis Scott concert. <laughs> and uh just I I can see why people love Manny Pacquiao, man. They, like you just can't like you can't when he the moment he came out, it was just like you just can't not love that dude, man. He's so fucking sweet looking and he's a badass. But one thing I do have to say, I fucking hate. I mean, with all of my heart, I fucking hate black shoes with white socks. And Pac- Pacquiao had black boxing shoes with like knee high white socks. And it just, I just can't respect you as a person. If you're going to wear white socks with black shoes, I just can't respect you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but man, his calves looked crazy. His calves looked fucking, Manny Pacquiao's legs are so crazy. It's fucking ridiculous. But yeah, he, it was it was what I said it was going to be. It was um, Broner, you know, trying to catch him. And in the first couple of rounds, he looked good. He looked real sharp with his counter punching, but... Manny don't stop You know what I'm saying Like he's uh, He's A heavy machine gun With his punches And they're coming at you With fury And he's gonna make them count And he was just He was just a better boxer So um, Yeah he won my decision (laughs) And uh, And then Adrian Broner After the fight Is just so ridiculous man That dude's That dude's crazy man that dude is crazy. He was saying he won the fight. <laughs> when he obviously didn't. It was, a, it was a great night of fight, guys. I really hoped I really hoped you guys um you if you didn't catch the, the MMA fights, well we caught caught the boxing fights. But it was a great night of fights. And um Hopefully I recap this bitch pretty good. Uh please, please share this shit. I, I do do these MMA podcasts, but I also do, you know, I talk about other shit too. So check me out, man. Check my shit out. Spread the word. Let people know. Share the podcast. And just thank you for listening. Peace and love, y'all.